What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dallas Simon, coming to you again with another episode of the Ground Up Biz podcast, where the goal is to inspire, educate, and help you break the time for money trade in your life so that you can live life on a whole other level. I hope you're having an awesome day so far. I've got a topic that I want to share with you today that has been extremely helpful in my life. And that topic is the importance of journaling. I've been journaling now for probably about seven years or more. Um, Started with just a simple composition book that I got from Walmart or some grocery store. And um, ever since then, I've been making an effort almost daily to write my thoughts um, to ask certain questions that maybe I want to to think about, um, to write my emotions and, and things that I accomplished in the day as well as things I, I failed at. Uh, the journal is very powerful. If you don't have a journal yet, I highly suggest you go buy one from your local store. Uh, they're only about two or three dollars unless you get uh, a fancier one, uh, but I'm cool with just a normal composition book. It doesn't have to have nice um, stitching or any of that type of stuff like for me, right? Like it's, it's simple. I've got many of the, just the standard. I don't know how to explain them. Uh, I think Norcom developed them, but they're like the, the typical composition book. It looks like it has like maybe somewhat of zebra print or is this weird, like granite style uh, design to it. I have at least 10 of those roaming around the house. Um, sometimes I find one and then more often than not, I'm looking, uh, but keep your journal handy, write in it every day. And here are four reasons. I think that journals are extremely useful. So number one is they help you clear your mind. There's so much going on in the world. And likely there's a lot going on in your life. If you're listening to music or watching TV or doing anything, you're probably getting hit with advertisements. And if you're working a job or even, you know, working a business, any type of work you do, you have different people uh, asking you for things at different times. So there's some project management involved there. But if you're keeping all of these to do's, and all the ideas you have and all all the random thoughts all in your head and not having some way to document um, or to release all this information, then it's likely that you're having a very hectic experience. Um, And some people, some people are good at keeping all that information in their head and they can still hit their deadlines. Uh, They still remember ideas they had four or five weeks ago. But personally, um, and I'm on the computer, I'm on the internet darn near every day, right? Not darn, I'm, I'm on the internet every day, at least six, six hours. Uh, eventually I'm, I'm working, you know what I'm saying? So that I can, I can travel and not necessarily have to use the internet so much, but as I'm building my wealth and accumulating, I am using the internet to connect with people and to, to generate income. But without my journals, I have many journals and I also have a whiteboard and I use Evernote and Microsoft OneNote on my phone and on my computer. So I've, I've got many ways to take notes. 
to organize them, to add pictures, to highlight certain things, to bold, underline, and without a journal, I, I really don't know where I would be. Since I've been journaling for the last seven years, I've got lessons learned, notes, stories, all types of stuff. Some things I don't want people to see. That's why they're my journals, <laughs> but I have them on record so I can read, you know, how I lived life two years ago and what I was thinking and the type of issues I was running into. And this information could be very powerful if you're focused on a life of growth and not doing the same things over and over again. So hopefully you have a journal to clear your mind. The second thing I use my journal for is to document the to do's I have for the day and I prioritize my list. So uh, based on time, importance, you know, what needs to get done for today, I have a flow and maybe it would be helpful for you for you to learn about different ways that people organize their to do's in a journal. But after I prioritize it, I have like a, a dot that I put and an X when the when the project is done. So the dot means it's pending. It's being worked on. The X means it's done. And then an arrow indicates there are two different type of arrows. A right arrow indicates it's being pushed till tomorrow or to tomorrow. While a down arrow means it's being delegated or outsourced in some manner for somebody else to complete. I learned this productivity system from my job, one of my previous jobs, and it was so simple. It works very effective because there's not too much overthinking in this list. It's a quick list you can make in like five minutes, then you prioritize it because that's most important. It's not just about the to-dos with no priority. If you just have a, a list of to-dos with no priority, then you're picking and choosing what you want to do or what you think is going to be most effective. But if you set that priority beforehand, then you can, you can focus on your harder tasks first, which I think is the best, but everyone's different as far as productivity. Make sure you're using a journal or a whiteboard to write down everything you have to do. So you do not forget. There's one little idea I wanted to share from, I, I, I watched this like course um, on how to be more productive. And the lady who was teaching it, she said something about making your to-do list more exciting. Um, something maybe like either a could, a could do list, right? Cause a to-do list, you know, ah, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. But a could do list starts making you, you know, your brain a little bit more like, oh, you're right. And I could do that. And I could, but it doesn't, it doesn't, set up that obligation for you at that current point, right? It just, it's just a more of an expansive way for your brain to, to think about like, if, you know, if I could do this, if my day could be this, what would I do? Um, so think about that. It could do this, but, but really this nugget I think was, was very helpful. Um, she said to reword your goals in a way that was more exciting and more, uh, tapped into like the identity or the, the true, person you want to become after you achieve that goal, um, or just putting more meat to it when you're setting. So I'm recording this podcast episode, a typical to-do list would be report, record podcast episode. But when I put a little, a little sauce on it, it's record my 47th episode. I'm three away from 50. Wow. 
you know what I'm saying? When I read that, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely want to record because you know this is a major, this has been a part of me. I've, I've been growing, uh, I've been contributing, and, and this goal would help me uh, become more of the person I want to become. So another example would be write in my journal. That would be a normal to-do list. And in the could-do list idea, or you know, with a little sauce on it, it's write in my journal. It allows me to express myself and to understand the world and my meaning at a deeper level. Now that's a much longer item, you know, on your list. But when you read that, you're like, wow, like I feel so empowered. Um, I do want to write in my journal. I will do it. All right. The third thing that is very important, very, very, very important is the gratitude list. I try, I don't like using the word try, but I try to to write what I'm grateful for on a daily basis. What it ends up being is every few days, um, I write a list, right? I take like 10 minutes out of the day, if not more, sometimes, you know, depending on where I am and how I'm feeling, I'll keep writing and writing and writing, you know, the things I'm grateful for line by line. And, And I don't, I write, I am grateful for living. I am grateful for my family. I am grateful for blank, right? And and I don't I don't save time like I I write I am grateful for. I'm not typing this up either like I'm writing it physically with my handwriting. I am grateful for. And th- this is very important because <laughs> you're really seeping into your brain and and into your 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 experience that like you you're grateful for all these things one by one by one and sometimes it's hard to realize like how layered like gratitude like how how grateful we really should be because you know when you're thinking in your head I'm grateful for this or this or this just is you can just group them together in your head right but when you write them down line by line or if you're doing it on on a, a whiteboard you're going to run out of space you know, or eventually your hand's going to start hurting because you're going to realize you have so much to be grateful for. And this does an awesome job at flipping my mood. If I'm ever kind of sinking down, you know, energy's kind of coming low and becoming a little frustrated, you know, sad, whatever. Um, when I write what I'm grateful for in my journal, usually, usually, usually I've actually, I'm thinking in my head, I'm trying to think when, when this doesn't work, like even really bad stuff, you know, or sad things that, that have happened in my life. Like when I write what I'm grateful for it, it just clearly shows that, you know, there are people who are going through a lot tougher experience than I have. And I, and I'm actually, I'm doing well. My health is good. Um, I can still speak. I can still write. Like I can still learn and I've got family members supporting me and, and thank you for listening to this episode. Um, you know, you're supporting me. I, I would love to support you. Please connect with me. But what I'm saying is there's just so much to be grateful for. And I need my journals with many blank pages so I can fill those pages with absolutely specifically everything I'm grateful for. I said I was grateful for my family, but I'll break that down in my journal and I'll, and I'll say I'm grateful for each and every family member. I'll write their names down. And this takes a while, but once you're done, you realize, man, I've got so much to live for. I'm excited to be here. Let's get to it. You know? All right. And the fourth thing, uh, or the fourth reason I believe that having a journal, a physical composition book journal is a great idea for you. Um, is because you have the ability to write. 
Writing is a skill that pays major dividends. If you're doing it professionally, you may be typing, but you're still using the the brain skills of writing physically, right? When you're writing, especially when you start writing sentences and developing ideas and asking questions for you to eventually answer with your research or your understanding in your journal, writing pays major dividends and will always be needed, right? So there's another thing about physically writing though, and I I don't have the science behind it. I've done some research, but I'm coming from the understanding that when we write, because it also like my typing speed is like it's way faster than my writing speed. Speaking speed is obviously way faster than writing speed. So writing speed, and and I try to make it legible in my journal. Sometimes it's not completely legible or I'm the only one who can read it, right? But for the most part, I slow down and really use my pen to make emphasis on the letters and the words and the sen- and I'll read the sentence once I'm done writing it, right? It's, it's much slower when you're writing in your composition book. And what the experts believe, like I said, do your own research, is that this allows a deeper connection with your brain, right? Your hand is filling it. You're, you're, you're writing the letters. You're writing um, whatever you feel, whatever your ambitions are, your goals. You're writing them down. And your, your brain is really paying attention at that point. Your focus is really there at that point. And when you read it over and you see it in your own handwriting, it has a way of of getting in there, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And when I review my older journals and see the writing, you know, and the goals I had, and then I see where I am now, I realize like this stuff really works. Like it really, really works. Um, So that's why I'm here recording this episode about why you should get a composition book or some type of journal today and write in it as often as possible. I I write darn near every day. All right. But uh, sometimes I I forget or I'm not feeling it. And that's fine, too. I'm not here telling you like, you know, some people like you need to write every day. You need to write when you got a lot of ideas in your head or there's something on you, you know, like as far as, you know, what you're thinking, you know, bigger purpose of life or even some small questions, some you want to research later or some, you know, you have to do, but you don't want to forget. I think a journal would be a key piece in making yourself more organized, productive, and putting you on that path to grow. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got some for this. Um, if you haven't already, please follow me on Instagram at groundupbiz or check out Medium. Uh, I've been writing on Medium every now and then. So my name is also at groundupbiz on Medium. Other than that, I hope you have a wonderful day. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Peace.